Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, where we talk about all news, comics, and media related to the Transformers. On this episode, we talk about the latest Rise of the Beast updates, a video game returns to mobile devices, and familiar faces return to conventions this summer. Today is Friday, May 19th, 2023, and this is episode 338 of Transmissions Alt Mode. Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, the podcast that has our tickets and is ready to watch a movie in a few weeks. Across the Spider-Verse looks great. I'm your host, Daryl, Cybertronian Beast, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team. Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hey, how's it going? And Apollo, a.k.a. Robo-Apollo. Hi, everyone. Let's talk Transformers. <laughs> awesome. It hurts Daryl every time someone else has to say it. No, I, I mean, know. Oh, I know. It's like a knife in the heart. <laughs> like, but that's my thing. <laughs> you can, if you pause the video, you can you can go frame by frame and see is the moment I uh, my heart gets cut in two. Just every time. It doesn't matter who does it. If it's not yeah. Daryl. All right. Well, we start off the show every week by talking about our Donatrions and how much we love them and uh, how much we need them because our show uh, is, uh, you know, it's not, it's, it's free, but it's not free to make. So uh, every time uh, we get a new Donatrion, we really like to celebrate them and, and thank them. And uh, we, uh, we, we can't do this without you. So uh, thank you to all of our Donatrions. Um, and, uh, because we love our Donatrons so much, we do give them special content. Uh, we have our awesome show, like We Like Big Bots, and that is a show that I do with Dr. Pants, and it's a show where we just talk about the biggest bots we've got in our collections and what we like about them. So we go through our toys and talk about how this toy is awesome and we love this toy so much, and then we go to another character, or uh, sorry, a different figure of the same character and talk about how that uh, character is so awesome. And yeah, it's, uh, it's awesome. And that is a, not a big bot, Jeremy. That is a tiny bot. (laughs) That is the, the sub show of, we like big bots. That is, uh, we don't mind tiny toys. So, (laughs) okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, the, uh, the, we like big bots is a, um, uh, a, a show that uh, Dr. Pants and I have been doing for a little while. It's, we got 10 episodes of it, and we are um, on hiatus right now while uh, we wait for Dr. Pants to uh, find his way back to shore. Uh, and we got another show. It's uh, Empire of Rust. And this is a, uh, a show. It's a live play RPG. And it is run by our uh, our, our good friend, Mike. And he is a... Um, He's the the show itself is free, but we do have a bonus episode or a bonus version of the show for our Donatrions, which is the uh, uncut episode, um, and that is where all the you know good stuff is uh, left uh, in, and so you get to have a little bit extra content in there for you. So it's a fun show. They just passed episode one hundred, and uh, tons and tons of. Uh, of, of stuff there for you to listen to a lot of back catalog as well. So take a listen to that. And with being a uh, Donatrion, I do want to say we do also have a contest that we like to run every month where we give away a 
uh, a $10 gift uh, certificate to Toy Hacks. And uh, you can uh, qualify for that automatically by being a, one of our Donatrions or by sending in a uh, a picture of something that you wanted to get uh, um, stickered up. And that'll qualify you. So and it is still for you. Email contest at transmissionspodcast.com. Right. Um, but uh, if you uh, don't uh, want to do that, if, uh, and you but you still want to get something from Toy Hacks, you can do that. We have a partnership with them where we have a code you can use. You can save 15% at Toy Hacks by using the code BLASTER7. So we did have a code that was going on for uh, a long time, uh, and it seemed to spread far past the borders of this podcast. So uh, they uh, contacted us and said, hey, let's try a new code. And so we're doing that. Uh, so we've got Blaster 7 right now. And this code will change uh, next month. And we will continue to have new codes every month um, just so that we can uh, kind of keep a lid on on what uh, what's happening with the code. Anyway, uh, check that out at toyhacks.com. And uh, coming up later this week, uh, or maybe by the time that you've heard this episode, uh, we will have a interview with Jeanique Bonton. This is a uh, a gentleman who is the composer of Ri- the Rise of the Beast score, and uh, we have uh, the pleasure of interviewing uh, Mr. Jeanique. Uh, this is one of the coolest interviews we've had, and uh, we're. Very excited to uh, to be able to bring this interview uh, to you. So, uh, yeah, we're we're gonna get this out as soon as possible. Like I said, by the time you hear this, maybe it's already out or it's coming real soon. So, uh, look for this interview coming for from uh, the uh, the the alt mode uh, feed if you are listening to them in separate feeds. But this is Mr. Jeanique Bonton, the composer of the Rise of the Beast score. Yeah, and it'll also be on our YouTube channel as well. So just that's right we're so excited about that it's gonna be really awesome very cool all right so we'll get into the show and we're gonna go right into media news all right and we're gonna start off the show this week by talking about the transformers rise of the beast world premiere in singapore it's happening may 27th and yeah this thing is happening we are mere weeks away from rise of the beast i mean can you feel it can you feel the excitement the thing got delayed like three times people and we're here it's happening there's no stopping this train now we are gonna be in it the i got my tickets i know i've been talking to everybody else here we all got our tickets we're gonna see this sucker so the world premiere is happening may 27th the global premiere is happening May or uh, June 9th, and uh, we got another story coming up for another premiere too. So stick on, uh, stick with us for that. Uh, moving on, uh, Apollo, what do you got? Um, so the, what I have is Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. There's an interview about Mirage slash Pete Davidson um, in Entertainment Weekly, where they're talking about his interpretation of the character. So. This is a little short quote. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but um, this is from Steve Stephen Capel. Is that how his name is pronounced? Um, Stephen Capel's Junior's words about Mirage and Pete. 
Keeping with the 90s, the director remembers how Davidson threw out an image, The Mask Meets Bugs Bunny, similar to Jim Carrey's Stanley Ipkiss character, who transforms into a chaotic personality when he puts on the titular green mask of the 1994 movie. Capel says that the fast-talking Mirage is someone you can't hold down. Similar to Bugs, he's a good character, but sometimes he toes the line, Capel adds. So... There's a full article that you can read. And if you want to know more about Pete Davison's interpretation of the character Mirage, or you don't have to read it, but it is there if, if you want to know more like behind the scenes stuff. Hmm. Okay. Does it um, talk about, uh, does it talk about M- Mirage dating Ariana Grande? <laughs> no, or no. Kim Kardashian, well, set, set in the nineties, Daryl. Yeah. Or yeah. well, Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, so who, she was around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or who is that? How? How? Pete co- Davidson. The Pepsi, the Pepsi commercials. It's ridiculous. Um, I think Pete he's Davidson. just because he, he's. I think it's just because he's a nice guy. That's what it seems like. The um, dude looks like a frog. What the hell? I know, but if you're not, you know, maybe you just, you just want a nice guy. You know, you just, that's, that's as a lady, you, fail, you just want a nice guy. <laughs> like, you know, um, yeah. I tried so I, all that. I tried all that when I was in high school. It did not work for me at all. Darryl, how long have you been married now? Yeah. Yeah, uh, a long time. I think yeah, I get it. I get it. It, it worked. You had success <laughs> with it, being a nice guy. So I'm just telling yeah. you, when I was trying real hard, it didn't work. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you see, you don't try hard. You just, you know, meet someone and then yeah. you fall in love. So, you know, it's when you're least looking. Right. right. So, um, so my next bit of news is about Transformers Rise of the Beast, the movie runtime. So we actually have the official time for this. It is um, one hour and 57 minutes. So then that's not including the credits. So... Um, you know, it's not going to be a three and a half hour long movie. I think it's under two hours, in my opinion, is a good spot for a movie. Mm-hmm. The right amount of time. So Yeah, definitely not uh, not one of those like in and out hour and a half kind of things. And mm-hmm. not one of those three hour epics that you're like, okay, well, if this movie should have been over, you know, 20 minutes ago. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah. So I'm hoping there's just no dull moments in the movie since it's under two hours. Like every moment counts and then the pacing is good. So, but yeah, we have mm-hmm. the official runtime. So there you go. And then I right think on. it's on to you, Jeremy. Yeah. Um, I have another interview with Stephen Capel Jr. This is from the Hollywood reporter. And I think it was pretty interesting. He talked about um, how helpful Michael Bay was in terms of things like the CGI um, and Michael Bay is the producer on this, uh, but also how his um, his work with Creed Two has helped him in the fight scenes because uh, you know one one thing he mentioned was you know with Creed Two you know with humans you're actually faking the punches, but here he was like I could go um, you know as much as I you know they could just beat the hell out of each other, and mm-hmm. you know that was cool. But he was also thinking how would this joint move in you know in the fight or how can I have him transform in the middle of the fight to make it useful? And I, and I was really happy to, to hear that he's thinking of 
these uh, Transformers as characters and just the transforming, they would use it naturally, you know, as they're doing something like this. Uh, there's also, uh, he talked about the music a little bit, and he mentioned that there's a legacy artist, like from the era of the 90s, that is coming back to do a new song just for this, and they, he hasn't revealed the name yet, but that's pretty cool. Um, I hope it's Vanilla Ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, oh, oh, I don't know. He has people like um, Wu-Tang Clan, Tribe Called Quest, Notorious B.I.G., DMX. I don't know if Vanilla Ice would, I don't know. Did he get Tupac? Well, I mean, you know, if, if you believe he's not dead. Um, it's but, a hologram. Yeah, <laughs> but um, he also, he talked about Beast Wars and stuff. Um, Peter Dinklage playing Scourge. And then he just, he, he wants people to really connect with the characters. He said also connect with the humans too, but he wants people to connect emotionally with the Transformers. And he, he says, like, he, he really truly cares about, like, Optimus Primal and these other characters. So personally, it seems to me like he understands that the Transformers are the characters. And that's good to hear. I'm, you know, I just, I can never forget when I was at BotCon 2012 and they had a conversation with, um, or it was like a clip with like Steven Spielberg and Michael Bay or talking about Michael Bay. And Steven Spielberg had to explain what Transformers were to Michael Bay you know, and like take the toy and because Steven Spielberg had kids in the eighties and, you know, he was familiar with them. He's like, look, you can take this vehicle, make it a robot. And Stephen Capel has, you know, he's of our era. He grew up with them. So I, I am really hoping for that emotional connection to the characters. So this, this is cool. a really good interview. I would definitely recommend checking it out. Right on. So, uh, what we've got here is our f- possible, it always says possible because you're never sure, but we've got possible first look at Stratosphere, uh, the movie model from Transformers Rise of the Beast. Um, so uh, Stratosphere, I believe, is going to be voiced by John DiMaggio. Uh, and uh, this is uh, our potential first look at uh, what Stratosphere might look like. And uh, kind of, I mean, if you imagine what a, a like an old rugged, world war two pilot would look like that's what this looks like um you know he's got the the big bushy mustache which of course why why wouldn't a robot have a mustache of course yeah of course (laughs) um and uh kind of got the the aviator kind of hat on that's not a really a helmet it's more of just that ear hat ear covering hat um because the robots have ears um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so uh you know but either way uh it's it's a, a look at what stratosphere's face uh would look like um and uh yeah that's um it also mentions that uh uh this is going to be uh, voiced by frank Mat- matano uh for the italian d- dub so uh you got to remember all of these movies are going to be dubbed in other languages and there's going to be a bunch of different voice actors doing uh, the same roles as that we've heard for, from, for other people. But uh, anyway, you want to know what stratosphere might look like? I think we've got a, a, a pretty good idea here. 
I think John DiMaggio doing a voice to a character looks like that is probably going to be very funny. Yeah. I hope so. I, I I have a voice in my head already of what I think it's going to sound like, and I'm I'm pretty sure it's uh, it's going to be kind of funny. Cool. Like it's like Scruffy from Futurama. Mm-hmm. Right. Only uh, only just a little bit lower, a little bit higher pitched voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So in our next piece of news, we've got the official Transformers. Um, Rise of the Beast bio cards. These were posted on the, the Transformers Facebook and Instagram accounts. And I actually saw this pop up on my Instagram and I was like, oh, this is so cool. So we have bios and information on all the following characters. Optimus Primal, Cheetor, Air Razor, Rhinox, Scourge, Unicron, Battle Trap, Nightbird, Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, Mirage, RC, Wheeljack, Stratosphere, Noah, and Elena. So I read through all of these and they're really interesting and I kind of wish I didn't read them though. Cause I wanted to go into the movie blind me personally, but it, so it, it gives you kind of like context on where the characters are coming from for this movie. So, um, you know, if you're interested in knowing more about the characters before you go see the movie, check this out. If you prefer to go in, with no information, maybe wait and read it until after the movies. But this is really good. It's really good and interesting information. Um, and what I found really interesting, I know this was um, mentioned on social media a bit, but Air Razor, I don't think we've seen her or Rhinox transform at all into robot mode. So, you know, I don't know. Ha- we haven't seen them yet, right? We've seen toys, but not we've seen their online. toys. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I thought that was really interesting that everyone else was in their robot mode. So, or well, not Cheetor, he, he wasn't either. But it's just really weird. So, anyways, um, that was my observation there. And mm-hmm. back to you, Jeremy. Well, Jeremy, before you move on, I wanted to mention one thing. Can you uh, mm-hmm. click on Stratosphere's uh, little bio card there? Mm-hmm. There is his face. There you go. <laughs> that, it's the same, same picture. picture. Yep. So that confirms the uh, the last story there. I like his mustache, but it's like, yeah, why does he have a mustache? I know Who we knows? talk about this every time they have facial hair, like they gave Starscream that goatee and Earth and um, Earth Spark, and it's just like, okay. I don't like, mind the the robotic one, like yeah. just a looks like a piece of flat metal, but this yeah. looks like hair. Like it, it honestly does. does look like bushy, a bushy yeah. mustache. Like I want to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> if it wouldn't cut me and if it was real. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Adding all, all those right. disclaimers. All right. Jeremy, you're moving you're on. Up, Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have some announcement of some new promotional posters. Uh, one of them or I guess two of them, is the graffiti-style Optimus Prime or Optimus Primal. And these are available at the Early Access Fan Event on June 7th. Uh, we, I mentioned that last week in alt mode. And uh, you can also get an IMAX poster of Autobots and Maximals, a 40X poster, Maximal Group, and Rise of the Beast Read D3D poster, Optimus Prime and Optimus Primal. So I can show some of these here. 
Here's the Optimus Prime Ooh, and Optimus Primal like from that. the fan, like the early Access fan event. Mm-hmm. Here's the IMAX. I mean, that's we've kind of seen some of these like images together. It's just put together differently. Here's the mm-hmm. 4D one. Oh, that's cool. And then the um, this is the oh, uh, sorry, it, this was a TFW typo. Um, it's not read. It's real D 3D. Mm. <laughs> there you go. I had even forgotten about 3D movies. I hate those, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it, it's an interesting uh, image there, and then it's back to the original. So it's you know pretty cool. I, I'm I'm hoping that my theater has these posters for the fan event because I really you know I, I think it, they're they look really cool. Either Optimus mm-hmm. Prime or Optimus Primal. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing and the re- IMAX is going to only have the IMAX one, right? Yeah. Well, I'm not sure if the, the other ones are going to be given out. Mm, okay. I think these are just promotional posters, but I don't know. I mean, mm. you can check with your theaters. Okay. Mm. Uh, to reiterate, because I did mention it at the top there, is that uh, there is this fan event that you did talk about last week on the show that is happening on June the 7th. At 7 this p.m. Is, local time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is two days before, well, sorry, one full day before the official, you know, the official unofficial release because it's supposed to be released on Friday the 9th. Usually you can get it in a day early, mm-hmm. um, but this is going to be a, a full day earlier than that. So uh, if you're looking to see the movie super early, uh, you got to check with the uh, w- what's uh, the site that you went to, Jeremy? I just went to a Fandango where I normally get my tickets. Oh, OK, cool. So and my, my movie theater also just had it if I went directly. So it, it's. This is just them monetizing an extra early day rather than, you know, having it the regular price. I, don't, sure. I can't remember if it was more expensive than normal, but it wasn't too bad. Cool. All right. Well, we're going to go from media news. Uh, just sorry. We're going to stick with media news, but we're going to move from movie news to some G1 news. That's right. We're going to talk about some G1 stuff. Apollo. All right. So we got some new um, artwork, this Transformers G1 sheets and background art to share with you. This is from the Sunbow Marvel Archives website. So these are from um, the first are background layers and equipment models from the run of 19 season two episodes. So Autobot Spike, Changing Gears, City of Steel, Attack of the Autobots, Traitor, The Immobilizer, The Autobot Run, Atlantis Arise, Day of the Machines, Enter the Nightbird, A Prime Problem, The Core, The Insecticon Syndrome, Dinobot Island Part 1 and 2, The Master Builders, Auto Berserk, Microbots, and Megatron's Master Plan Part 1. So... Um, you can find all this material at the Sunbow Marvel Archive, and there's a link posted. Um, there's also for season three, they have 29 models and backgrounds um, for Chaos, 15 backgrounds for Web World, and a key panoramic background from the Return of Optimus Prime Part One. So, and there's a link posted here as well. Um, I think this is really cool. I love seeing historical, you know, 
production art like this and world building and things like that. So um, especially this is how Transformers started and it's really cool. So if you have a chance, check this out. It's incredible stuff. Mm -hmm. I I love that stuff. It's that's beautiful, beautiful artwork that was all hand drawn Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and takes you right back to the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I always like knowing the behind the scenes stuff. So it's really cool. This is finally coming up, you know, with the 40th anniversary of Transformers being next year. So that's really cool. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. So now, Daryl, I'm turning it over to you for the gaming news. Yeah, we got some game stuff, uh, you know, and and yeah, we got I mean, we got a lot of Rise of the Beast news and a little bit of G1. But yeah, there's still game stuff happening. And uh, I think a lot of people, we thought this was dead and this it's, it's, it's doesn't seem to want to die. So the game forged to fight is still alive. It it has gained a second life boop, boop. <laughs> um, on Netflix games, which I learned was a thing reading this story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so apparently transformers forged to fight um is uh is has uh, been added to the netflix app uh which you can access on access on your phone or tablet to play um i tried looking for it on my tv uh you know idiot um and uh and it wasn't there so uh, if you were a fan of Forge to Fight, which uh, its sh- servers were shut down officially on, in uh, in early January, um, and it ran for a long, long time, you will be happy to know that this game has come back, and uh, and then you can now uh, you can now get on there and and go and play it uh, uh, on Netflix games. I just open up my next Netflix app, and it's like right there in the front. Oh. It's probably one of the bigger games they have access to. Yeah, it, it was right next to Too Hot to Handle, Love is a Game. <laughs> and SpongeBob, Get Cooking. Okay. Oh. There's right. a wide variety of games. Yeah. yeah. So. Cool. And lastly, um, well... There's uh if you're if you're going to be planning a trip to Saudi Arabia, then uh you know you may want to wait a little bit. We've got a uh a, a Transformers indoor entertainment center uh being planned for Saudi Arabia and it's uh it's going to be big. So uh development group Saudi Entertainment Ventures or 7 uh, has agreed to uh, has signed an agreement with Hasbro to develop its first indoor entertainment center based on Transformers, and uh, this thing is going to be huge. Uh, we're talking covering over ten thousand square meters, which a meter is way bigger than a foot. So uh, this thing is going to be absolutely big, like really, really big. We're talking huge. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, I, it, it's going to take a a little bit of cash to get over to Saudi Arabia. So I can't imagine that this thing would, uh, um, it would be a very, fairly cheap, uh, uh, excursion, but, uh, 
looks like it would be pretty would be pretty fun to uh to check it out with you if you're able to go um yeah i don't know uh apollo does this uh look like something you would want to check out um i'd like to check it out i don't but i don't know if i want to go to saudi arabia <laughs> so um but maybe someday like you know i'd like to see more like the concept art that's really cool mm-hmm. so um yeah like i can't believe how big it's going to be like i just wonder what's in there what's going to be in there you know yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks like, like in some of the pictures you can see, like here's a there's a roller coaster in the background, mm-hmm. and it looks like one of those rides where they strap you in, and it looks like it flips around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and another one here, we have um, a ride, basically like a giant seesaw type ride, and I would imagine there would be some dark rides similar to like Universal and Disney, where um, you're going through a story. Hmm. Hmm. But yeah, yeah. Let's go to Saudi Arabia. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go check it out. So I want to see more first before I decide if I'm going to go or not. But like, it seems cool yeah. so far. Well, it's not built, so yeah. it's uh, it's we still got some time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would hope that the ideas here and with the the Hong Kong restaurant that we we recently talked about they can all combine into some expansion at universal studios in the States where they already have the transformers lot, uh, ride. Mm-hmm. I'd like, I think I per, I'd prefer them to, uh, to, to kind of come up to uh, Candace Wonderland. That'd be nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's driving distance for me. So, uh, you know, that would be a, uh, a great thing to do like before a TF con. Exactly. See, mm-hmm. we're all on the same page here. Yes. Yes. Well, uh, that uh, is going to do it for media news. So we are going to move over to convention news. All right. We have some announcements for convention news. Um, Start with TF Nation. They have announced that writer May Cat is going to be there. Uh, May wrote for Cyberverse, War for Cybertron Kingdom, Earthspark, as well as Young Justice and The Legend of Vox Machina. So um, we had her on our show around the time of Kingdom to talk about that series. But really awesome that, you know, May is getting out there to TF Nation and um, looking forward to hearing how that goes. And then over here for uh, TFCon Toronto, they have announced that Venus Terza, who is the voice of Black Arachnia and Beast Wars, she's going to be returning to TFCon. And uh, Beast Wars actors in general are always great guests. They're always funny. They have great stories. So um, I don't know if I've ever actually met her, and I think that'd be great to finally meet another Beast Wars actor. So um, good to, to see that she's going to be there. However, we have some bad news about TFCon that we mentioned in the toy show. Uh, the hotel for TFCon is completely booked up, like completely booked up entirely. Uh, they have on the hotel page, they have a link that will take you to nearby hotels if you still need to get a hotel room. So be sure to check that out and also check the the main hotel still as you're leading up uh, to it because we have been told there there are usually cancellations 
So maybe you could still get into the main hotel if you have, um, you know, if there's a spot that opens up when you check it. So mm-hmm. that is all we got for convention news. All right. Well, then that is going to do it for this episode of Transmissions Alt Mode. Um, we uh, we like to end our show by thanking our masterpiece Donatrions. And I'm going to do that right now by thanking John 4 x good and Demon Tech 82. Thanks a lot, guys. Uh, this uh, you guys really do make uh, make it uh, a really great uh, time over here by by helping us out and 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 donating uh, at the highest level. Uh, and anyone else can join them uh, at that that high level um, and get your name read out on the at, at the end of every single show and and make me do some kind of awkward uh you know a- ending it's uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's really quite nice to uh to to be stuck like this um so i'm just charles. charles does it so easily because he's do- does it so often but uh i'm just gonna end now thanks guys uh thank you apollo for joining us um it's great to have you back and you. uh you know i'm just uh i'm happy to have you here and, and um, Jeremy, I mean, he doesn't show it. He has no emotions anyway, but uh, I'm sure he's super happy to. <laughs> Thank you. It's good to be back We're on a regular schedule. Finally. That's right. All right. Well, thanks everyone for joining us and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time. Transmissions.